0: Well, Coach, one of the things that you get an opportunity to do coming off a big game with Lake Travis is how your team responds. And I think when you talked about it last week, we had the best three days of practice you can possibly ask for. You get out to Del Valle, you take care of business. The ability to go week to week, game to game, and that respect the opponent, that seemed to be at an all-time high against Del Valle.
1: Every week, if you want the next week to be a big game, you need to win the week before. So obviously part of our mentality is just treating every single week as it's the biggest week. And Del Valle had uh, you know, some talented athletes on the football team. We knew that they could... Go score, you know, any one-play drive possible. And on defense, once again, they were talented up front in the box, I think within their D-line linebacker room. They were going to be a challenge regardless, and it was just a matter of us obviously continuing to fix our mistakes. I think we did that uh, really on special teams. I think we did some things on special teams that caused us some issues, which led to some great field position for our football team. We finally hit it in the third quarter. We, we talk about it with our kids about – a feeding frenzy blood in the water chum in the water and sharks start to circle and you kind of saw that in the third quarter when we scored probably 28 points in a matter of five or six minutes to start the second half special teams leading into good offense good offense leading to good defense special teams obviously making them have to drive long fields special teams allowing us to play on short fields on offense And i think all those things combined led to that uh, to that score and I think people look at it as kind of low-hanging
0: fruit, they go, okay, Westlake only passed the ball six times. Well, when you're starting on the plus 37 and better every single drive, you don't necessarily need to open up the passing game because you don't need big plays. You need to play power football. I mean, you use baseball references a lot, and it just it, it seems to me that when you look at life from a baseball perspective, you say, look, we're going to take what's given to us. We can't control what the defense is going to do, but we can do what we do. And offensively, You know, we don't need to hit home runs. What we need are singles
1: up the middle. I think for us, we've clearly understood that our calling card has been our physicality. And our physicality in offense obviously starts with the ability to run the football. And so I think our kids totally bought into that, obviously from the offensive line group. Our running back room, I thought, played exceptionally well last week from the starter 33 all the way to, you know, the fourth and fifth string running backs. Those guys all had positive run ga- runs in the game. We kind of went into it with we wanted to get Nate Acosta more involved in our run game last week, so that was kind of behind the scenes. Our intentions last week of running the football early and getting him involved wanted to set the tone. You set the tone early with the football game, like I said. You get short fields, you don't need to throw the ball all that much you can run the football first and obviously if you're getting big chunk yards then uh you don't need to throw it unless you really need to work on that part of your game uh we threw it uh you know we had to uh but uh majority of the, the game was just um reasserting you know who we are and that's uh, a physical football team on the offensive line and with our backs eight seasons five games
0: and from my perspective and i think people that have been around westlake football and, and watched it whether they've had kids coming through the program or they're just a fan The evolution of buy-in. First, it was buy-in to this idea of culture of defense. Then it was buy-in to this idea of how you play on the offensive line and how you play on the perimeter. Now we're starting to see with Blake Dunham... An evolution of play, a style of play on the special teams where, as I said to you after the game, you're going to make everybody in the state practice special teams. When you talk about making statements every single game, you can pick out game one, game two, game three, game four. Now in game five, you've established the physicality. We're not just going to be a tough team on defense. We're not just going to be a tough team on offense. We're going to be a tough team on special teams. People ask, well, what was the theme of the night in 73-7? to uh, the punt return team, kick return team, those were big. And the, mm-hmm. they were they were clearly
1: the star of the show on Friday night. And obviously a lot of teams maybe don't give the necessary attention to special teams that uh, we do here at Westlake. For me, I think it's a great opportunity for some, some players on our football, in our program, in our football team, to get on the field in meaningful reps. And when the kids understand that play is just as important as the first play on offense, that play is just as important as a third down on defense. For that one play of special teams, it, it is the most important play in the game. And when you have guys that are role players on our football team, as well as our starters, believe me, we, we put the best kids on the field we can. But those are also opportunities for kids that maybe don't get to play every single day down on offense or don't get to play every single day down on defense. It's a chance for them to go have and impact on the football game. Uh, and it was so fun last week just getting to see those guys run down on a kickoff. I mean, it is like it's like a race. It's a race. It's a 60-yard sprint down the field. How fast can we get down there? Who's going to be the first one? And when you have guys like Heath McCree and you had guys like uh, Colin Smith, number 27, you had Joe Sockwell, you have guys that are really one play away from being a, you know, a major contributor on a football team. When they buy into those 15 reps of special teams every single game and they play like if they're a starter you know, on the offense or defense on that play, now you have something special. Um, our kids understand the value of it. They obviously have seen the fruits of their labor. The offense averages being on the plus 37 for a whole football game. That didn't happen by chance. That happened by special teams. and happened by, you know, three and outs on defense and long kick returns. As well as you mentioned, uh, Heath McCree and, and, and obviously 33 in the back back there, uh, done a good job returning the ball, getting it past midfield. Heck, and we saw you, Stephen Fuqua had a big time return. Uh, two of them, I think a punt return and a kick return there in the second half. So once again, I mean, Stephen's worked his tail off just like, just like the number one punt returners have. And for him to get that chance to go do it, uh, it's fun to see. You know, fun to see those kids. You know, have success.
0: It's fun because you know that those guys have played on Thursday this season, mm-hmm. and we all we know the story of Jack Kaiser. You know, Thursday for two weeks, and now you know obviously a pivotal part of your offense both last year and this year. One thing that stood out from the Del Valley win, the last ten minutes of the game, when you had Paxton Briggle, Ben Thompson, Jose Acuna, Charlie Murphy, Cooper Caffey, all, some guys that are just. Dudes on the offensive line mm-hmm. that got a chance to really end the game. You know, in our broadcast in the post game, we do this thing called helmet stickers. Every single one of them, helmet stickers, because right. of just how they were able to dominate the rest
1: of the game. It was good, obviously, to control the, the, the fourth quarter of that football game by being able to run the football. Yeah, and keep getting first downs. And, you know, the credit goes first and foremost to those offensive linemen you mentioned. And like I mentioned earlier, the running backs, I think, with that second- and third-team offense were doing a great, great job of of running hard, taking care of the football. Marston Montsevay, obviously, came in, senior quarterback for us uh, about that time. You know, third quarter, fourth quarter, did a great, great job of of just managing the game, getting the play executed, getting the play called. Tip of the cap, helmet sticker, whatever you wanted to give it, Joe. But uh, those guys did a great job, obviously, coming in and and making the most of that opportunity to get to play. And it looked, uh, you know, like they've been practicing, like they executed. And it wasn't sloppy. We didn't turn the ball over. There's so many things that could have gone wrong, but uh, instead they went all right, and that's a testament to those kids and the work they put in.
0: On to Anderson, obviously it posed a challenge, and this is in a series of two weeks where you're going to face some pretty good quarterbacks, guys that know how to throw the ball, guys that know how to, extend a play and Fred Dale is no different we've seen him light up the scoreboard in some games other games he runs for his life and other games he is a pivotal part of why they win football games Mm -hmm. but it's also about what they're able to do on the outside even though Westlake has not seen Anderson in a couple of years there are still some very familiar names but a young sophomore Ed Small he's a guy that will definitely be a difference maker Fred Dale seems to like to throw the ball to him this is a a difficult offense to kind of dissect especially with Dale pulling the trigger at quarterback.
1: Yeah, I think for their football team, the success of football team, I think it all starts with Dale. Uh, You know, senior quarterback, obviously possesses some arm talent. You can see there's clips on there. He's throwing the ball 55 yards in the air, 50 yards in the air. Uh, and it looks pretty effortless. So we know he has the arm talent to be able to throw the football at any part of the field. We need to be productive up front with our defensive line to try to create some pressure. Uh, we need to try to get pressure with four guys so that we can have those seven guys in the coverage in the back end to hopefully kind of you know disrupt uh, uh, Mr. Dale's you know throws and, and where he anticipates going with the football. We need to give him different looks. Try to make it a little bit scary for him as to whether or not what coverage we're going to be in. And then, obviously, we'll have some timely pressures to try to see if we can't uh, maybe get the ball out of his hands a little bit faster. They do have talent at the receiver position, that you mentioned. Bennett Blackerby, from the offense perspective, he's their outside left receiver. Uh, and then they have a slot receiver, as you mentioned, Ed Small. A young sophomore, but, but you can tell, very physically talented. Moves around real well in the football field. He has the most targets this year. We have our hands full when it comes to the ability of Anderson to throw the football. They will try to run the football, and they have five you know, returning stars in the offensive line that allow them to do that. So they do a good job in pass protection. And uh, we got to continue to make those guys work every single down, down in, down out, whether it's a run play, whether it's a pass play. We do need to contain Dale in the pocket. He does cause you some issues when he gets outside. You know, our rush lanes are going to be very important. Our blitz pass when it comes to our second-level blitzers. Uh, understanding, you know, how Dale likes to escape the pocket, you know, who to attack on, you know, any type of a running back quarterback mesh. Um, those things are all important. You know, a lot of people just think you blitz to blitz. Well, there's a rhyme and a reason to blitz. There's a certain blitz path you have based off backfield sets based on down and distance based on the call They're very very important for us to to be successful defense personnel i know that uh, you know your attention obviously
0: is on matchups and i i try to explain the concept of matchups to people that when you talk about complementary football it's not just about how you attack one part or two parts of a defense it's how you attack from the special teams starting field position down in distance, all of these things matter when it comes to matchups from a defensive standpoint for Anderson. Where are those matchups that you 're looking at that that allow you to be successful not only running the football and establishing that physical play but also passing the ball as well
1: we 've been working on it this week of you know distributing the football um, all across the field, making them defend the whole field and not just be able to stack the box and you know try to stop our run game um, that 's going to be important for us going forward as a football team. Uh, is that we do a better job of that, uh, you know, in our passing game. I think the biggest task they present, I think, is in the middle, Ivy Webb, the middle linebacker. He's all over the field when he watched the tape. He's a physical, you know, presence on their defense right in the middle, 6'2", 215. Big neck roll, he looks like a throwback linebacker. That's fun to see, these high school kids. I don't know if a lot of these guys even know what a neck roll is nowadays, but <laughs> Ivy obviously does, and, and um, but he plays to back it up. We have our hands full when it comes to running the football. Being able to get to him on the second level, get off of those double teams, and get to his toes and get our hands on him, so he can't hopefully make everything tackle. You know, on the back end, you know they mix up their coverages a little bit, but I think we will have some opportunities outside for our receivers to uh, win some one-on-one battles. Uh, I think they're going to have to choose what they're going to do. They're going to load the box and try to stop 33, or they're going to stay soft and you know protect against uh, us throwing the football down the field. Like you mentioned earlier, we'll take whatever it is they give us early. If we have success there, then that should kind of open it up and let us be more balanced in our attack.
0: Final thought, Coach, we had Paxton Briggle on as our Shap of the Week, and as we look to another Shop of the Week conversation, it's always interesting to hear how position coach, head coach, when you hear a guy like Paxton who has been through what he has been through, it kind of sends a message that, you know, if everybody had Paxton's attitude. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, you start thinking about that as a coach and as a guy that, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're in the coaching business, it's herding cats. From listening to that interview last week, it really sends a message that if this is how my backup left tackle is, then then we're good. Mm-hmm. You know, what does that message send to you that, that there are guys on this team that are literally in it because of the conversations they have at 5 30 in the morning in the locker room versus whatever they do on Friday night, that they're building those relationships outside the field house and off that practice field and out of Chaparral stadium that are going to be there forever.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have a handful of those stories that are just so amazing. So great of, of kids, you know, our student athletes, you know, overcoming adverse situations in, in their life. And obviously with their bodies with injuries as it pertains to Briggle, Paxton, it's just a Testament to those kids and, and, and really it shows the rest of their teammates how much they care. That is the coolest level of respect one football player teammate can give to another and that's just uh, they will not quit on their teammates. They know the long path back from injury in a Parkinson's case, multiple injuries. It's a long hard road up at five in the morning, rehab in the morning where everybody else is practicing by yourself. It is you know spending lunch times you know in the training room to get extra rehab, uh, extra treatment. Uh, he's been doing that for three years, and for him to have a success that he's had, obviously, this season and to be healthy, to go out there and play with his teammates, it uh, means the world, obviously, the Packs and it means the world to us as a program to know that our kids are, are bought into each other, and they're bought into Westlake, and they refuse to, to go down and quit quit on each other. Uh, and that is a testament to their the relationships they've built and the the, the camaraderie they have with each other, uh, understanding that it's more than just this game that we play. You know, when the season's over and done with, as we go on with our lives, we'll, we'll still have these relationships to, to lean back on and to Paxton, along with everybody else on our football team, knows they can call any one of their coaches at any moment in time should they need us. And we're hoping they're calling us when... They're graduating from college, you know, and uh, telling us to come watch them graduate or hopefully one day when they're about to marry, you know, the, the woman of their dreams and they want us to come be at their wedding and maybe later on down the road when they start a family, right, and then they send us a Christmas post postcard. Those those are the special things that um, I think coaches, uh, that's, what, that's what we do it for. You know, we want to see these kids grow up and be tremendous men, tremendous role models, tremendous husbands, tremendous fathers, and right now while they're in high school, tremendous sons and brothers. If we can achieve that with, you know, majority of our kids here at Westlake – that that is the ultimate payment that's, that's the ultimate pat on the back that's the that's the ultimate tip of the cap helmet sticker for a coach is to know that our kids are out there representing Westlake representing themselves and their family you know in a championship way and for the rest of their lives not just for the four, four years we have them here at Westlake but for the rest of your lives and hopefully using the tools that we armed them with why they were here with us coaches always thanks
0: for the time and good luck
1: thank you Joe have a great day.